In partnership with the Treasure Site Areas Grey, welcome everyone to the Live from the Code Bar podcast, recorded from the Code Theme Bar of Fenwood Manor. I'm your guide on this adventure, Rob. On this show, I'm going to be talking with an awesome guy named Mike. He has a great new treasure hunt coming out called the NFT Treasure Quests. So, uh, Mike, why don't you take it away and introduce yourself? Yeah, well, good evening, Robert. Thank you for having us on. Uh, like you said, my name is Mike. Um, from Miami, Florida, and we've got a team that has been putting on, uh, putting together NFT treasure quests. And, uh, so we're super excited for this. And like I said, thank you. The basis of the, our treasure quests is we are going to have real life boot, boots on the ground experiences where at a given time in a certain city, our, our app will unlock and using your smartphone, You'll be given a series of clues and riddles, and you have to decipher puzzles, answer riddles, travel to specific geolocation spots to unlock our geofencing that we've built into the app. And you're racing other teams around cities, traveling to different points of interest, hoping to win the prize. Uh, we've got a prize pool for each one of our hunts at $10,000. And for season one, we're currently scheduled to run 10 hunts. Season two would be 10 hunts as well, and those are each over a course of one year. So we're excited to be bringing real-life interaction back into towns, kind of getting people out of the house after our kind of years of pandemic and get people traveling again. Excellent. That that sounds amazing. Um, Just obviously those type of treasure hunts where people are out there having fun, um, not always necessarily a race, but you're, you're, you're doing puzzles where you, you're right. against other people. It, it's always a lot of fun. Um, right. Big question I do have to start off with in, in our conversation, obviously. It's called the NFT Treasure Quest. Um, That's right. I did a little bit of research for this podcast. I had not really known too much about NFTs or anything like that before. But can you just do a little bit in 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 quick uh Quickly, uh, what what is an NFT and, and sure. what are you holding your treasure? Right, yeah. So, and, and I'm not going to lie to you. When people hear NFTs in crypto or something to that extent, it does scare some people. Uh, but it's really not that big of a deal. It's so what we wanted to create was actually a membership. We didn't want to we didn't want to focus on a one day ticket or event like that. The essentially what you'll be purchasing when you do purchase one of our NFTs is a membership into every one of our hunts. Uh, we're also going to be having monthly events online contests that you have to be a, a membership holder to participate in. Uh, and really just the reason that we decided on an NFT is because it it's a digital token or certificate that we can easily track and can change hands actually secondhand between you and someone else if you wanted. So what's going to be nice about this is, like I said, instead of buying a one-day ticket, you could participate. You could buy one of our NFTs and participate. You could win. And then you can actually sell your NFT down the road to a secondhand party, almost like selling your season tickets to a football game. And the person who now takes receipt of the NFT gets all the same benefits that you had. Unfortunately, you'll no longer be a member, but that person can now enjoy and move forward participating in all of our quests. Uh, it, it's really just a proof of work token. 
And like, you know, I don't want people to worry about that too, too much. <laughs> it is kind of a scary thing when you start thinking about that. And if you haven't talked about it before, but we will be using uh, something called MetaMask, which this is getting into a, it's kind of the fine details, but it is basically the industry leading uh, kind of crypto wallet. And all you have to do is download the MetaMask and then um, it'll allow you to purchase our NFT using something, something as easy as Apple Pay. Or something to that extent. So really the reason we wanted this to go this NFT route was it's a more of a membership than it is a one day ticket. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean a lot of the lot of the treasure hunts these days that I know uh before we started recording you mentioned a couple of them as well, but that I've participated in where you you it's still and I know people use the term pay to play. Um but even when you're doing the traditional treasure hunts where you have to buy a book or or something like that you you're you're still paying to play you know you're buying the book or or something that's going to in effect fund the the right. um yeah. so this is obviously a, a new way that you have come up with with helping do that which where you you've found a way to help fund the the treasure hunt and as you said it's more of a membership which i i really like because it means that you know if you have that membership you can participate as much as you want or as little right. as you want. It really right. just does depend. And if, if it's something that is really of interest to you, obviously then purchasing in with this NFT should not really be a problem, which which is really cool. Right. Yes, yeah, so that's for sure. And we definitely wanted to balance the cost, um, you know, to give you an idea. Uh, we're looking at it's probably going to be $200 for what we're calling the whitelist. And that's so that's sort of like your VIP pre-sales. And then for general public, we'll be releasing, it'll probably be about $300 on the price. And we're actually limiting them to 10,000 tickets. So there, it's going to be a finite amount. Uh, you're going to have kind of two groups of people that are buying these. You're going to have the treasure hunting community, and then you're going to have this also NFT community that's wanting to take some chances on the crypto. Uh, the beautiful part about this is that it's, there's not a set limit of what this can become. So one of the things that happens is in one of the reasons that we've gone this NFT route is when you sell your NFT, let's say hypothetically, you decide I was a member for a long time. This has been great. I've appreciated it, but now it's time to move on. When you make that per that sale, uh, the digital transaction actually sends us money that we're going to put back into the future treasure hunts. Right. So we actually believe just based on sales for year one, I'm, I'm seeing the way the numbers should shake out that season two prizes will, our prize pool is going to be more than $10,000 most likely. Uh, so these things actually have a way of, it could snowball. Uh, I've seen some of these NFT projects where you sell, you have to buy their image for, you know, $5,000 or some crazy amount and they crash. They offer you no real world utility. And I've also seen projects that start at $0 where they give them away for free. And right now you couldn't buy one of those for $3,000. It's just, it's a very weird market. It definitely has, you know, it's got some negative connotations on some ends, but I really believe it's sort of the future. Uh, I actually believe that all of the sport leagues here in some, in some near future will be using NFTs to track their ticket sales because, I mean, everybody knows resale tickets are a huge market. I can buy my, my season tickets and sell them to any Joe Schmo I want for any amount. 
and the the sports league gets none of that secondhand money. They don't, you know, they have no point. There's just no way for them to track all that. Yep. And NFTs, I think the technology is there for someone like something like that where they could track it and at least get their piece of the pie, kind of. We want to take it and move it forward where we can make our prizes bigger and bigger. So that's one of the big benefits for us. And then you also have the secondhand kind of um, the characteristics. If we get more into detail about some of the NFTs, so we've created these 10,000 artworks that are what we like to call adventure characters. Uh, essentially, it's a castaway who's stranded on a desert island. So you'll, you're going to get this nice picture that's got some uh, layered attributes on it. And some of those attributes could be rarer than others. You know, something like a golden background. Uh, it's sort of a, a luck of the draw which image you get when you buy your merch, your membership. But in a way, these are sort of like baseball cards in a sense where you don't know exactly which one you're going to get. And it can have value in itself as well. It can also have intrinsic value because the big sell about an NFT is that there's always uh, a track record. You can always see the history. So you might actually own a NFT that somebody famous or something owned before you. You're, you're actually going to be able to track the history of who owned every NFT. You know, think about if you went into a bookstore and you bought, you know, your favorite copy of an old book. It would be neat if you could open the cover up and see all of the previous owners and be like, wow, you know, Robert Frost owned this book, you know, back in the day. Um, so there's a, it, uh, it lends to the opportunity for that as well. And our whole goal for that is, again, putting the, the money right back into the community and increasing the prizes. And, and that's that's really, really cool. Now, obviously, I don't know a lot about NFTs, which is why I have these questions for you. But um is it something that would tend to keep the value as well, or is that based on on uh, different things? Uh, so if you mint this... Your NFT, right. If you mint the NFT... So, and and it's it's $200, like you've been saying. Right. Um, what sort of, like, is it going... Is it one of these things based on the market that's going to go up and down, or is it sort of going to be steady at that value, or, or is it a value placed on it by what somebody else uh, says the value of it is? What, 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 how does that sort of work? Well, that's, that's the big question. Um, so you can never really tell what an NFT is going to go for, and that's what I was kind of pointing before. Some skyrocket when they have the right, uh, the right benefits. The, what we see in this is when you pay, your, let's say, the $200, you're, you're going to look at this value compared to other hunts. Uh, you know, so I think it's safe. To, I see that there's other hunts out there where you can pay $150 for a one-day event, and it you probably have a prize pool of somewhere $1,000, $2,000, maybe $5,000. So our events, you're getting a larger prize pool, and you also have that resale value. So I think that the market is going to – the public is going to basically – say what the value is worth. And it's, I get, as I was saying before, the future prizes having the ability to go up, uh, you know, let's say that next season the, the prizes are worth $15,000 for each 
hunt, is the value now worth more than the $200 that you paid this year? And so it could go up next year. I think that because we offer a real world utility that can be compared to other uh, hunts or treasure quests, that you're never necessarily, you're never really going to lose your money, I don't think. I don't understand how, I, I say that, I'm not a financial advisor, obviously. You, it, the, the words of a, a man that say you can never really lose your money. But um, the ticket value, I don't see how it necessarily goes down. Uh, I'm not sure if I quite answered your question. No, no, you did. You did. And, yeah. and um, if, if somebody buys in with the, with a mint and NFT, um, obviously that's their NFT, like you've talked about and everything like that, that they can sell down the line. Um, that's right. That, is that like a, a permanent member, uh, thing? So if you have one of these things, depend, no matter what the season is, you get all the benefits of it, or do you have to do a different NFT each season? It, no, it's lifetime. For okay. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's definitely lifetime. And the hopes are, you know, again, we can only, right now we're just launching. Um, so if we think about some things in the future, we want, so we haven't really touched on it too much, but so this NFT treasure quest app that we're building, you know, we've built this app from the ground up and it will have the ability down the road. We don't want to offer it to the general public right from the beginning because we want it to be for us. But so down the road, we'll be able to unlock this app for other people if they wanted to create their own treasure hunts. And what we plan on doing in that case is all members of our NFT right now, the castaways that we're minting, we're going to build some type of membership benefit in the future. We're also looking at doing online metaverse hunts. There's so many different metaverses that we definitely are going to investigate that down the road. And the NFT as well that you're purchasing in, in, to your direct question is, it is a membership for life. As long as we're going and as long as we can keep building partnerships, we're also in these cities when you're traveling around, we really want to highlight points of interest that are local businesses, uh, something like maybe a bakery or something to that extent, or a, an old school bowling alley, just a nice historic location that's been part of the city for a lot of years. And we're building some partnerships with places in each city where you you a benefit when you're in town you'll be able to go to this location and show them that you're an nft member and you might get 10 percent off or a buy one get one on ice cream cone things like that that are also happening in the city we also are going to have the night before we want to build this community and we want people to be able to meet each other so we're actually having excursion launch parties the evening before where we're gonna we're gonna be doing a Basically kind of like a meet and greet situation. We'll have some kind of live entertainment. We'll offer some swag to some people that want to show up and some kind of uh, food and beverage, you know, given away. But we want to build the community. We want people to be able to meet each other and, and like-minded people. You just never know. You never know who's out there that you can meet and make uh, a, a great friendship with. One of the things you kind of pointed out to me was that not necessarily winning isn't necessarily everything we want to we want people to adventure and explore in the city and find places that they wouldn't actually have known about on in every situation we want to kind of introduce people to those low-key um hidden gems to an extent and, and i love that um 
So let's get more into that treasure quest itself. So obviously we've talked about the, the NFT and the membership and everything like that. So once you do have that membership, um, you've talked a little bit about how obviously you're going to do the meet and greets, which is, which is awesome when it comes to treasure hunting, meeting other people, uh, that, that are into the same thing as you are is great. Um, tell me, uh, what on, on the day of the quests themselves, let's talk about the city quests and stuff like that. Um, sure. well, well, first off, um, I don't know if you have them listed already, if you can throw out maybe one or two where it might be so people can have an idea, or if you want to keep that secret, I understand. But what sort of cities are we talking about? Are we talking big cities? Are we talking little cities? Well, right. What, what kind of a look at well, where could we well look? I'm with you. I understand totally. So well, I'll make you a deal. When we're first ready to release the cities, I'll tell you first. We, you can break the news first, but we're not quite ready to release those cities. We already have them planned out. But it's a little bit more of our marketing strategy to not tell you where, what cities to start. But what I can tell you is how we've sort of chosen the cities. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so they are. We are doing things more city related. It, they're not going to be national parks or things to that extent. So we are talking more city areas. And one, the first thing we really looked at when we chose cities was cost for travel. Uh, you know, we want this to be affordable. These hunts are going to actually be designed where kids can participate, where there's nothing dangerous about these hunts. We're definitely, you know, going back to some maybe some forest fin days here. We're definitely not sending you into any waterways, nothing like that. There will be no going into water. Um, but... So the cities that we've chosen are, again, cost effective to travel. We don't want to be sending people on, you know, thousand dollar plane tickets somewhere. Uh, and I'm sorry, you, what else? Oh, well, sorry. I'm kind of going down the list of how we chose the cities. That's right. You know, um, that's yeah. what I was looking for. Um, so uh, in those cities, what, what you, you've, you've touched on it earlier with the, the geolocation stuff like that. But, you know, once somebody's ready to, well, once everybody is ready, to be in one of these cities that you're going to let me uh, announce down the line. <laughs> appreciate. Um, but once somebody is in there for one of these uh, hunts or these quests, uh, what, might, what, 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 what sort of things would be going on? Sure. Yeah, so a variety of different riddles. Uh, you might receive just a picture of a location, and in that, in that case, what you would have to do is just – Based on the clues that are presented in the in the picture, you've got to figure where figure out where that's at, and actually travel there. And once you get into range, our app, you know, you'll be able to click on it and be like, "Hey, am I here?" And it'll give you sort of an update. Sorry, you're not within 500 feet. Uh, and then once you get there, it will actually unlock and say, "Congratulations, you got to the correct spot." So that's sort of our geolocation feature that we're building in. We're also going to have questions and riddles that require a text response. So we might ask you, um, you know, some a riddle, something about like a baseball riddle. Uh, if, you know, we've kind of, to give an idea, if you are the first batter in the baseball game and you're up to bat for the second time in the first inning, what's the minimum amount of runs that your team has scored? So... I know that at first you're like, wait, what? <laughs> um, but so sort of logic puzzle type questions. We'll also be having some ciphers, but 
the reality is our questions are more meant to be speed bumps rather than brick walls. We don't okay. want to create a roadblock. We want to be having people proceed and having fun and solving things and, and allow that children can actually participate to an extent. So more brain teaser modes than anything. Uh, and then QR code scanning was another thing that we wanted to build in for a lot of these locations. So as I kind of mentioned, we might be sending you to one of our partner's businesses. Uh, one thing that we don't want to create is the need where, like, you have to buy something. Well, number one, you really shouldn't do that. You want – there's going to be no additional costs once you're participating. There's There's not going to be any considerations. But – when you travel to the location, we want to create foot traffic for some of these places that we're highlighting. So we're making deals where we'll, they're going to put up a QR code for us, or we're going to have a, a slightly more hidden sort of tactical way to provide you with a QR code that might be – it's more of a clue form. Um, I don't want to give away too many hints. No, but, no. Yeah, but sponsorships kind of in a way – uh, but so QR code scanning will be one thing that you'll be doing as we participate in the hunts. And, and these are designed to last about four to five hours. I'm never, you know, I, I'm never really amazed when I see these other hunts happen and people are solving them in 45 minutes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, like, so you have some really smart people that love to participate, smarter than me, that's for sure. So I say that we want these to last four to five hours. I could imagine a team of smart people, you know, maybe blowing through them in like three hours. But uh, you, there will be some walking. That's obviously the most physical task that we want to make you do. Um, and, yeah, so I think that kind of touches on the things you should can expect. Excellent. No, um, so, so tell me, how was this team of yours formed? How, how did you guys get together and come up with this whole idea and, and decide on, on, on running this uh, – this treasure hunt or this sure. treasure Well, I mean, for me, it actually started when I was born. Uh, I'm from Tampa, Florida originally, which was founded by, uh, I think, like Jose Gaspar, a pirate. And every year they have a Gasparilla parade that celebrates the pirates invading the bay. And I was actually... The Expedition Unknown episode, so I know what you're talking about, yep. Oh, okay, great. So I was actually born because of the parade, not a drunken incident. It was more that my mom was extremely pre pregnant with me, and my sister got lost. And as she was pacing up and down the parade route to find my sister, it actually sent her into labor. So I like to say I was born because of the uh, the pirates. Uh -huh. So it's just sort of always been with me. I love the adventure. Uh, the rest of our team, we've just kind of come over, come together over the years. But we've participated, we not just participate, but we actively participate in any hunt that we can find. Uh, I kind of mentioned to you before, I'm an avid follower of the Great U.S. Treasure Hunt. I like to try and solve those chapters and, and win anything like I can like that. We've also participated in some, uh, some geolocation hunts like Adventure Hunt that I mentioned. We're actually two-time champions for that event where we were able to win some all-inclusive uh, paid trips down to Panama and stay in the rainforests, and we had some sloths in our backyard. Pretty cool, amazing trips. We've got some other things like Clued Up, which is another app that has some digital hunts. 
Uh, we've partaken in the Blackbeard treasure hunt that was here in South. Well, actually, I think he was trying to do it in 10 states. We tried participating in that. Had you heard of that hunt? I, I bought one of the maps, in fact. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> it got, it got, I don't know. I, I followed along for a while, but when it started getting into like, how to, how to explain it? When it, there was so much internet stuff. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a treasure hunt based on a map. Exactly. Um, but we did the, yeah, we did the same thing. Up. We actually planned a weekend where, where it was releasing, where we traveled just to the central state of the state of central Florida just to, uh, be ready to expand whichever way we needed to on the map. It wasn't very clearly defined on that hunt what was happening. And, and clearly it wasn't very well put together because we know that it has sort of just crumbled and fallen apart, that thing. Um, and then just even weekly trivia, our team is all about co- competition, quizzes, riddles, uh, and then travel. Travel is another thing. We have – luckily our team has been – I think we've traveled to every continent except for Antarctica. So we've been able to, to kind of travel around and explore is the big deal. That's one of our big keys is when we're in these cities doing these quests, we want to find the new thing, the new the hidden gem, the locale that not everybody knows about, but kind of if you look back like, wow, like, I missed that. Like that would have been amazing had I known about it. Absolutely. I, I mean that 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 sounds interesting. Like uh, I I've mentioned on my podcast several times. I, I work with a good strong team as well of, of treasure hunters that we work with on on a lot of different hunts and have been successful. One I've even actually uh, talked about it on the podcast before. I've actually I went out to Ohio and actually got to dig it up out in this like little labyrinth hedge maze in the middle of Ohio. So. Right. Always, those things are always going to stick in my head of, of the adventures that I've had. Sure. Um, so, um, you, this, this hunt obviously is, is still going to be launched. So what, what are, what are those plans for the launching and everything like that? Okay. Yeah. So we have, we are moving back one week, but so September, let me look at our calendar here. So September, uh, come on calendar. Why does your computer never want to work when you need it to? Uh, so our first public sale looks like it's going to be September 1st, and that's where we're going to be offering to our whitelist members. Uh, you'll have the opportunity to buy your membership for $200. Now, leading up to that, we are going to have uh, a donation event. So to be one of our VIP members, there's a lot of ways that people do this. Uh, I've seen many groups where they, on Twitter or Instagram, they do the whole, you have to like and refollow, and the first person that does 100 likes and refollows, you know, gets a spot. We're not trying to artificially build our community. Uh, so what we will be doing for, to become one of our whitelist members is we're gonna ask you to make a $10 donation to GoFundMe, and we haven't picked the exact organization, but we do have uh, my great niece suffers from a condition that, uh, a form of dwarfism actually, that we're going to donate the proceeds to. So essentially we're going to have members donate $10 and that's going to in turn save you $100. Um, 
So that sale will be happening on September 1st, and then we should be going live to the general public on, I believe, September 5th, which is the following Monday. Um, and you'll be able to click through our website. Our website will have just a button where you can mint your own in- crypto castaway NFT and connect through MetaMask. <laughs> um, sorry, I kind of got a little off track. You're, let's see, you were asking. No, no, I guess you have to, yeah. That was, that was a good lead into, to, um, obviously talking more about your launching, uh, in, in September and everything like that. Um, so when. Oh, in the hunts, yes. Yeah. If people sign up and, and mint, um, their NFT, um, in the beginning of September, um, now, when are your plans for, let's just say, the first city quest? What, 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 when can people for that sort of thing? November 5th. We've already got this thing built out and ready to go. So our plan is that November, we essentially, because part of our marketing and our release schedule, we're going to release the, the hunt cities at least two months in advance. Uh, you know, we want to offer people ample time to make some travel arrangements if they want. Uh, you know, we don't expect everybody, obviously, to travel to every single location. Uh, one, a, a focus for us is making sure that we spread all of these quests across the country sort of as evenly as possible to distribute. We don't want to focus just on the East Coast. We don't want to focus on the West, you know. And another thing that plays a big part of that is weather. You know, the winter is coming and uh, a lot of the north is going to be a little snowed in. So our first couple of quests, you know, we might be bouncing a little bit further south, east to west, uh, just to avoid some of the colder cold weather. But the the game plan is first treasure quest is going to be November 5th. And then about every four to six weeks after that, we're going to be holding another one in a different city. So it, the plan is 10 treasure quests over the course of one year. Excellent, excellent. Now, obviously, th- we've, we've talked a lot about how this is new, um, and we've talked a lot about this is this is. Um, what, what are your goals for the future? What can you see happening with this? Okay, well, so sort of unlimited. I What I'm hoping is that, Seeing this platform that we'll, that we're making available to people, um, it, it might even, it, it's very hard to predict exactly what people can create in their mind. <laughs> um, so number one, we want to use the NFT treasure quest app to basically open up the doors for all treasure quests, all treasure hunters that want to be able to put on their own. It might even be something where uh, even just for a family reunion where we'll have some kind of setup where you can create your own treasure quest. Uh, so the future of the app itself is we would love to open the door to all entities for the most part where it can be a hosting platform for treasure quests, any kind of treasure hunt that wants to be done. It might get to the point where someone has a book type hunt to start and then it turns into a real life um 
system online where then, or I'm sorry, like into the app where you could actually have someone has to travel from one city to the next uh, over the course following their book hunt, I guess is one way. Um, so that's, that's sort of ideas for the app. But so for our castaway NFTs, obviously it's to continue to hold hunts in various cities. We would love, of course, for the prize pool to get larger and larger. We want to make sure that we're creating community events where people can meet and hang out and build friendships. Uh, you know, winning isn't always everything. Uh, meeting people that can become lifetime friends are obviously you know, there's no there's no way to measure that worth. Uh, we're also looking at, as I kind of mentioned, the metaverse. We would like to have um, an online treasure hunt in basically a 3D world is, I guess, the way, best way to kind of explain the metaverse. Almost like think about um, like Minecraft or something where uh, you could have a treasure quest in that. Uh, so that's kind of something we would love to do. And really, it's just wherever this thing takes us, it's going to be a roller coaster. Um, I wish I could predict everything, but, you know, you don't necessarily know that. <laughs> it wouldn't be a treasure hunt if you could predict everything. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, the thing is, is like year after year, I mean, the the beauty is that these things – Essentially, you could – the prizes, like we've said, the way that the royalties roll back into the prize pools, I mean, it could just go on for years where we're doing this and just offering, uh, you know, quests to everybody. Um, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, um, like that. Yeah. I think that's a, it's a great um, a, a great plan. It, it, it It's something that – relies on obviously just like any type of um, a, a lot of the treasure hunts that you see these days like we talked about the book ones and stuff like that they're they're one and done you know you, right. Right. Solve, you solve the treasure hunt or or you don't solve it and somebody else solves it but you know then it's over um and then obviously book sales are going to go down and and everything like that because you know nobody can solve the treasure anymore because it's already been solved this That's kind of gives you the opportunity that maybe if you can't go to x city this, this month, you know, you know since we've done you know, to Y City, you know, so uh, have a chance. That's correct. And, and you know, we haven't hit on it very much, but also online events that we're going to be having throughout the month. Um, you know, one thing that we know we're going to be doing is, for instance, like a photo contest. And that's going to be when it comes to the NFT that you get purchased, uh, you know, each one sort of can have a different outfit. Um, your, your castaway he could be, uh, you know, a pirate. He could be a Air Force pilot. He could be a sailor. Each of the NFTs sort of has a the way that it puts all the clothing on is sort of all randomized. And we're going. We know that one of the contests we're going to be doing is a recreation of your NFT. And so we're going to be offering online prizes for that kind of thing. You're you're going to submit your photos, and whoever you know through a a loose judging panel will decide, you know, and maybe, maybe popular opinion. Maybe we'll offer two different prizes. We'll have a, a popular opinion and then like the judges vote and give away prizes throughout the month. And we're also developing some other harder 
I guess, monthly online ciphers that people were going to be able to do and participate. Um, I'm sure you kind of saw we're already doing what we're calling Word Search Wednesdays, where we're just kind of having a puzzle and giving away some gift cards throughout the week uh, just to keep people entertained. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and that is part of what's going to continue to make this thing grow is that the more people uh, participate, uh, I've seen that in, in other sort of community-based hunts, the more people do participate, the, the more it does grow. Um, so, I mean, I, I really can't wait for this. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure, obviously, I've got to speak to those that are in charge, a.k.a. my wife. But uh, <laughs> yes. I'll be, uh, I'll be uh, one of your uh, crypto castaways, that's for sure. That's awesome. Well, what we're going to do also, we're giving, we're giving you one of our crypto castaways. We're definitely going to be giving you one. Maybe you'll buy another one just to see for the, uh, for the wife. Yeah, you could buy her. Or we'll, I'll tell you what, you can purchase one and we'll give your wife one for free. But we definitely want you to be partake in it. Uh, you know, we want you to see how easy it can be to for this pr- whole process to work because this could be your first step into crypto. Who knows? Uh, no, I've, yeah. I've, I've I've never really thought of my way into crypto, but uh, NFTs I, I have heard of them. I'm not going to lie, but I've never sort of ventured into them. So uh, I am interested. So I want to give you this moment in time now to totally. Um, let everybody know how they can get a involved, um, where they can find all of your information. Feel free to 100% give out every piece of contact that you, you're willing to give out and, and any more information that you want to give out uh, to everybody that's listening right now. Great. Well, so one of the easiest places to find us is going to be our website, and that's going to be NFTTreasureQuests.com. And so that's Treasure Quests with an S there at the back end of Quests. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. We've got a page called NFT Treasure Quests as well, and it's a public group, so you should be able to find it there. We have an Instagram account, which is titled Crypto Castaway NFT, and you can also just search NFT Treasure Quests, and that's going to find it. Twitter is the same thing. You can search NFT Treasure Quests. And you'll find us there. So we've tried to make it as easy as possible. We're trying to put ourselves on every format where if you click on one of them, you'll find the links to the rest. And so with, we're, we're making sure that we release information on all the sites. So if you're only following one, you're still going to get all the info. All the pertinent links will be in there. Our important key dates that we have coming up right now are the whitelist sale, which is going to be on Thursday, September 1st, and then our general public sale will be on uh, Monday, September 5th. So that's you're looking at Labor Day there. And as we said, don't be worried about the fact. Don't let NFTs scare you away. It's really just a membership ticket that's trackable. It's just a digital membership. It's really all it is. And we would love for everybody to partake in this. And, and ask us questions. You know, you're you're going to see that on our um, Facebook and also on our website. There's a place where you can contact us. You send us a message, and I will personally respond to it and answer any concerns, questions, anything we can, curiosities. Yeah, Excellent. we'll knock them out for you. And and um, of course, I'm going to have all those listed uh, in the show notes when the episode does launch. So uh, everybody will be able to just click on those things as well. Um, Mike, I, I want to 
thank you for taking the time uh, and, and, and joining me in the code bar today. Um, thank, really- you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And I, I, I do want to have you back on again after the launch um, sure. to, to talk about some stuff, maybe just before the, the first one, um, the first city. And we'll, yeah. we'll talk a little bit more and, 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 and talk about what people can expect with those, the, the city hunt. Right. Yeah. That would be amazing. And we're, like you said, we're an open book and we just, hey, like you, we just want to spread the word for people. So yeah, we really thank you for having us reaching out. We really appreciate it. Uh, again, thank you. So I just want to now let everybody know that we've come to the end of another show. Uh, for all the information that doesn't make it into the podcast, as well as all the links that I did mention and Mike mentioned as well, uh, please visit the show notes. Uh, please don't forget to like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or with right. at Code Bar Live, as well as follow Elias Ray. Please do subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts, and please help us grow by leaving a rating and review, especially on the big one, Apple uh, Podcasts. And until next time, everyone, keep digging.